Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Emily Fawcett podcast. We are back for another episode today and we are going to be chatting about visibility in many dimensions because visibility for your online business, for any entrepreneur, CEO in the online space is one of the most influential pieces of the puzzle, right? Being seen, being visible, being heard, humans finding you, connecting with your message, you, the human and your movement, the impact that you are going to create. And if people can't see this and they can't get eyes on you, then they can't connect with your message. They can't connect with the impact that you're trying to create. And I know that a lot of women, right, it's it's not uncommon for women to hold a wound or fear around being seen, like fully fucking seen. And myself included in this. And I really had to navigate this with so much awareness, right? Because with visibility comes vulnerability. With visibility comes vulnerability. And we really have to become comfortable in being vulnerable more frequently. And this is, I believe, a skill and it's a process and it's a capacity that you build up over time. Now, I've spoken about this really briefly, but the first time I held a public speaking seminar, right? I think it was, oh my goodness, probably maybe five years ago when I first moved to Perth, there was just under 50 people in the room, right? Complete strangers just there to listen to me. And I put a lot of pressure on myself and God damn girl, these high expectations that I have for myself are like good because they drive me, but also like the pressure that I put on myself. Lo and behold, it turned out really incredible. And all that fuss was literally for nothing as it always is when we do this to ourselves. But the thing is, right? All that fuss was for nothing. All the fear in showing up, all the fear in doing the thing, public speaking was for nothing. And since then I've done a number of other public speaking seminars and I now feel a lot more excitement versus that really like anxious feeling. So I really had to create this evidence for myself that I could do the thing, the public speaking, I could be so fucking visible and literally stand up in my physical body in front of other people. It wasn't like online, right? It was literally in person. So sometimes becoming visible in the online space, right? My, my, my point of that story, sometimes becoming visible in the online space is going to require you to get really fucking uncomfortable. And over time, this turns into a norm. And that resistance around doing the thing that scares you, it's like we have to learn to get comfortable in the uncomfortable. We really do. But I think there is also this like missing element for a lot of women in business moving into the online space or really trying to grow in the online space. And this, I believe, has to do with a piece of self-regulation, right? Because sometimes when we're doing something really, really uncomfortable, we become, in a sense, dysregulated. And I think actually learning how to self-regulate, like in terms of connection with my body, my nervous system was one of the best skills I learned for myself, how to ground myself, how to regulate, how to connect back with my body when I was doing something that was, you know, mildly dysregulating, right? Or felt like a lot for my nervous system to hold because I truly believe it's not until you really feel safe or like connected in your body and you have that grounding in your nervous system. It's actually hard to show up in your full authenticity right? Because the nerves take over, all the things take over. And, you know, when we show up on a coaching call or a group program or in any setting, right? In some form of dysregulation, your message doesn't always land. Your message doesn't always land. Humans are so interconnected. We pick up on the energy of others so unconsciously. And this is the thing. Our dysregulation can sometimes be felt by others, whether they know it consciously or unconsciously, whether they actually see it and they recognize it or whether they unconsciously just feel it. So this is where safety and leadership is such an important piece, right? For all coaches, all business owners, anyone in a leadership role, being a safe leader doesn't mean you don't ever feel dysregulated. Like, come on, sis, we all, we all get a little bit, you know, hey, how you going? 
But what it means is you hold that responsibility to show up from a place of safety in you. You hold that responsibility to show up grounded for those in your world. And in terms of being grounded when you are visible, that's an important piece for your message and your impact and your vision to really like land with other people. And I think in part, you know, as women, we put inherently so much fucking pressure on ourselves and how they show up, the details, what it looks like. And I've really come back to landing in this belief that you don't need to be visibly perfect because when you show up visibly perfect, it's not relatable. And it's not that we want to be quote unquote relatable to everyone, but we just want to be a fucking human. And I think there is so much overthinking that happens in the minds of business owners, of women, CEOs, entrepreneurs. I'm having these conversations with a lot of women in terms of the pressure around showing up, which is so human, but these are totally opportunities for us to connect back to self ground self, connect with yourself, share whatever message you feel from your heart space without doubting that natural flow of how it comes through. So visibility is vulnerability and we need to make friends with vulnerability. You need to make friends with vulnerability. And I think these vulnerability pieces can see some of the collective feminine needing more nurturing from each other as women, right? And this is where the trap of of comparison can sometimes come in in the online space. It's very easy for women to fall into comparison. I know I've done it shit I've done it and you know comparison with how someone else is showing up or what they're doing or what money they're making or what success they're having and this is something that needs to be witnessed in the collective of female business owners we need to be able to see and fully celebrate other women doing their thing showing up being human being visible and when we as women are not cemented in who we are we become very distracted by this comparison then we become reactive in decision making in our business about what offers we're going to do or what direction we're going in or branding or like whatever the freaking thing is. So gently seeing this part in self, right? I've seen it in me and that was just a sign I needed to come back to home in my body, back to self, come back to actually being home in my body, who I am, my feminine, my power, who Em is at her core, like the human. And that love reignites the connection to self. And I feel like a lot of coaches or mentors and, and being in a leadership role maybe don't want to share publicly that they quote unquote fall out of their power in short moments. But the truth is, is that like as humans, as women, we all fucking do at some point. And it only, only to ever takes a short moment to recenter, to reground and to continue moving. And I want to share more of what actually we of what we actually experience like in truth rather than pedestaling on a on an ego trip of i never experienced x because i'm so advanced or i've you know moved through xyz i've transcended blah 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 it's like that's just not the message i'm here for it's like i still get to be powerful impactful profound but i also have this human experience and that is what i'm here to share with you all so i want to reflect to you okay how quickly do you fall into comparison in the online space and how long do you stay there gal How long do you let yourself stay there? How soon can you call yourself out for this and come back to home in your body? How quickly do you see another idea or a program or a course and and allow that to throw you off your track, right? That reactive decision-making to decide to do something of your own in a rush. Because this is something I witnessed in myself at the start of the year and I, I spoke about this on my stories, but I was like, damn girl, Like, what are you doing? I lost my way a little bit. And I look back and see that that was, that came from a place of not trusting my own timing, not trusting my own process. Because we fall into that comparison state of what other people are doing or where the industry's going or where communities are going or like whatever the things are. And we can rush program creation. We can rush putting out a a body of work. And when we rush, it disrupts the creative process. It disrupts the natural flow state of creating something really thought out, really impactful and really powerful. So staying in your power of actually taking time to craft something 
of impact that is going to see your brand elevated far among others that are launch sale, launch sale all the freaking time. Right, not saying that, that that can't be done with you know potency and all the rest of it. It can be, but I personally recognize for myself that my things, my products, my services, my messages, my divine messaging is going to require time. So I wanted to share this all with you very vulnerably because I'm in such a grounded space right now. And I really believe that landing in this has taken me to another, and I, I hate the word level, but it's like I don't have other language for it, but it's taken me to another like realm of my, of how I want to operate and how I want to show up inside my business. And I want to share this message with you in the hopes that if you have felt the same as me, if you've felt resistance to creation, you're like, why is this happening? Right? This this could be valid for you as well. So I've really leaned back into trusting my own wisdom and I've really landed in the most beautiful, beautiful place. And, you know, I think we saw this like explosion in offers and, and creation last year. And I bought into the hype. Like I bought into all of, all the things. <laughs> and I'll be honest, like there were some mediocre creations, things that just got thrown out into the air. And I know the collective, a lot of the collective jumped on this. There were things that I felt disappointed in. There were some absolutely freaking mind-blowing things. And then there were some really practical and insightful pieces of work. So like anything, right? We as creators, artists, business owners, we get to decide the quality, the craft, the care, and the time that goes into our birthings. And I don't want to settle. I don't want to put out something mediocre. I don't want to rush a process. So this has just been so, so beautiful. And with this, I feel like I have landed in a very, very intentional space, right? After not creating for a couple of months there, because I was like, oh, what's this resistance coming up? You know, and there were many other factors that played into this for me, but there was this resistance and I've landed in wanting everything I do to be intentional, to be profound, because I knew that that was what I wanted, right? I knew that that was what I had set for myself, but my behaviors didn't actually align with that because I was in this kind of business model of like launch, sell, launch, sell. Do you know what I mean? And I really, if you've been following me for a while, I really had to sit with this. I think it was in May I said, I'm, I'm switching up my business model, right? I'm not gonna be on the, the launch, sell, launch, sell hype because naturally just for me, and I'm not making that wrong for anyone else, FYI, just for me, it didn't sit right. It didn't sit right with my nervous system. It didn't sit right with my creative process. And this whole thing of like feeling like I had to post, you know, 10 times a week, right? So I really decided I've, I've landed in a place of wanting everything to be intentional rather than posting 10 times a week. I'm switching gears now to however many times I have something to say from a place of intention, not from a place of, oh my God, I need to post a piece, a piece of content. Oh my God, I need to do a launch. Oh my God, I need to drop an offer. And if you've been following me, I, I spoke about this, this change in May, right? So this space, I was really operating from this space of like needing to do these things without intention. There was this rushing, this overactivation. I needed time to process on this before I could speak to it. So my transmission for you all in the first half of this episode is questioning if you're feeling resistance, right? Questioning around any resistance that's coming up for you. Don't push through and think that, oh, this is just how it's supposed to feel because ultimately you'll burn out doing that, right? You'll burn out. And so if you're feeling resistance of some layer, do an investigation, start questioning. What is making me feel this way? Where am I out of alignment in terms of how I'm showing up, how I'm delivering value, how I'm being of service, right? Ask those questions because this beautiful space that I have really, really landed in, I now want to create like motherfucking jaw dropping quality, right? Crafts of art, works of integrated freaking wisdom that literally make toilet curl up. 
Okay, you know what I'm saying. So seriously though, the new standards have been set and I really wanted to share this download with you all. We're gonna switch gears here just for a second before we go into the logistical side of enhancing your visibility, especially on Instagram with SEO, etc. I'm gonna talk about that soon. But I am a very strong believer fam that visibility is mutually exclusive with good marketing, okay? Content marketing, strategic marketing, because you can be extremely visible right? You're, you can have great visibility, great engagement, great reach. But if your marketing towards your offers, your products, your services doesn't land with your visibility or those in your community, then it's almost irrelevant, right? Whereas you could be really, really direct and potent with your messaging and your marketing. But if you're not visible, right? No one's going to be able to connect to that. So I am a very strong believer that while visibility is super, super important and should be a huge focus in the first six to 24 months of your business, actually really good quality marketing and visibility are completely mutually exclusive. There's no point being extremely visible if you can't land and convert a sale. There's no point being extremely dialed in your marketing if you're not visible and people can't find you and connect to your message. So this is a really important piece. It's like... Checking that front end visibility is really important. Tracking those metrics, yes. But then also looking at, okay, if I am very visible, is my messaging and my marketing landing? And we can start to dial these things out in the front end of your business to see where those bottlenecks are. And if you really want to learn more about this, I am diving deep into auditing your business, searching the bottlenecks. We're doing a whole module on marketing and messaging inside of Business Ascension Accelerator, which is literally launching next month. If this is you and you're like, oh, I feel like I might be hitting some bottlenecks at the front end of the business, or even in the back and the middle end, I'm gonna teach you how to fully audit your business so you can scale without these bottlenecks. In the second half of this podcast, I want to speak more about the logistical side of visibility because y'all know I'm just about providing value and having more conversation around strategy and just tangible things that you can actually action inside your biz, right? We're all here for powerful, intellectual, value-based conversations. I want you to get something from this podcast in every fucking episode that you can take away, whether it's in regard to your thought process, your mind, like your belief system, or something really logistical in terms of like strategy in your business foundations. So I think consistency and quality in terms of like content creation for visibility is really, really important, right? I don't think bulk volume is the way to go because to me, it takes one piece of content for someone to land on one really fucking intentional piece of content and connect with you and what you are doing, your legacy, your brand, all of it. So I think intentionality matters. I'm not saying post twice a week, right? Still be consistent. Absolutely. But the emphasis is on quality in terms of visibility, right? Because humans connect with the emotional pieces in your content. The activating stuff is, is fine. The exciting stuff is fine. The motivational content is fine, but they actually connect with the depth, the emotion that comes into it. And this is why I believe intentionality more than ever matters now. I believe it is superior than bulk volume of just like, you know, content creation. Okay, especially when you don't have a fully established personal brand yet, because I know that you're going to get that. Okay, so, and I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I've seen methods of women posting three reels a day for 30 days and getting lots of new followers, but it's like, are they actually converting? Are they connecting more deeply with the products and services you create? And are they converting to wanting to be in your world? Or is it just activating content that's motivating? Like, who knows? Do you know what I mean? So, absolutely, go and trial different methods, and this is where you get to be in control of your business. But 
I really believe in intentionality. I believe that that's what's going to create an internal shift inside of someone that's going to be like, fuck, they're my person. They're my fucking person. (laughs) So I want to briefly touch on going live because this is a really great form of visibility, right? Collaborating with other women, men, business owners, CEOs, entrepreneurs, mindset coaches, like whatever it is that you do. This brings about a really huge sense of community and sisterhood. Not only is it great exposure to other micro communities, but the diversity of conversation is really stimulating for you and your audience. And I just love the idea of collaborations, whether it's on a live, on a project, like doing the mastermind together, podcast guesting, hosting guests if you have a podcast. These are beautiful ways to not only expand your visibility and your reach, but also create these new meaningful meaningful connections. The online business space gets less and less lonely gal vibes, okay, because we've all felt that the more and more you collab and join forces. So on this note, if you're listening and you want to come and be a guest on this podcast, you want to do an IG live collab, girl DM me, get in my DMs. I would love, love, love to collab with you. So speaking more around Instagram visibility specifically, right, to really tap into um, the SEO, your bio should be optimized with keywords relating to your business. And the thing about this, while we might see these other larger business and personal brands have these really fun bios, the reality is that when you don't have an established brand, it can still be fun and playful, don't get me wrong, but still it should have keywords relating to your business and what you do. The next tip is putting alt text in your captions. I've been doing a lot of research on this. Putting alt text in your captions is going to help with SEO. The next, geotagging your location. And this is even more important if you travel anywhere, like especially popular holiday destinations. Freaking geotag that location, gal. Okay, that's really important. That's going to help expand your visibility and it's going to um, register with people that are in the same geotagging area. The next and most interesting one for me, okay, because I was like a chronic post editor like I would write out a caption and then I would go in 30 seconds later and like okay sometimes it would be from a spelling error like I'm not gonna lie to y'all but I would go in and edit these posts immediately after and this is a big no-no in the algorithm's eyes so write your caption take time to craft it and then just freaking leave it don't edit it now the next we all know video is really popping off at the moment so short form video is super super effective for each and I'm going to be diving into a lot more short form video very very soon particularly on Instagram but this is really really effective for each the short form videos do get pushed a lot more so on top of all of that Another really great source of visibility that I want to bring into your awareness is guest appearances in other people's programs, their Facebook communities, any of their own micro communities. Go and offer to be a guest speaker. Put your services out there. Get your message out there. I think these are really powerful ways to be seen, to deliver impactful messages and to connect to new humans. Just recently, I got an email from a lady running a viral, or virtual rather, viral low. Okay, hun, calm down. A virtual mindset seminar for women in the States. And I'm going to be jumping on that. And these are, this is what's triggered that idea it's like i'm actually missing out on these micro communities right put yourself out there don't be afraid to reach out to people running events like this and offer to get involved you have to be really proactive inside your business to expand your own visibility and this has really highlighted this sort of pocket or opportunity for us to be putting ourselves freaking out there and making ourselves vulnerable and visible by connecting with other people in industries outside of this in terms of your visibility you can absolutely consider other platforms right you can definitely do that But do your research, okay, around what segments of the population are on what platforms. Because we know the users on TikTok are slightly younger. We know the users on Pinterest are very different to that of Instagram. So really looking at who am I trying to speak to and what platform is going to best suit me. And again, always considering your capacity, okay? Do I have capacity to show up on a second platform consistently, right? And with impact. Because if you're already struggling with one or two platforms, there's no point going and doing a third. So capacity is really, really important. 
outside of this, I honestly wouldn't be afraid to dabble in the paid space, okay? I had a really crappy first experience with ads and then I decided to go and do a good 12 months of my own research and understanding how Meta works. Ads actually don't have to be super expensive or overcomplicated. And awareness campaigns, messaging campaigns, they are really, really simple. Again, just a simple static post or a catchy short video can really make waves in terms of getting new eyes on your business, your visibility, and also connecting with new potential humans to come into your world. I almost said the word leads there and I'm like, oh, it gives me the ick. Humans are not leads. <laughs> so it can be so simple, right? A, a static post. It can be a short form catchy video. And this can really, really make waves of getting new eyes on your business, being visible. The final thing that I want to touch on is if you're not tracking your visibility or your metrics around the front end of your business, okay, because your sales, your marketing, your visibility, all of that's front end of the business. You need to be just keeping an eye on and tracking metrics of visibility, your reach, your levels of engagement, okay, and just being really aware of any bottlenecks that can pop up at that front end of the business. That's going to serve you really well. So my loves, that is all. If you would like to chat about anything that I have spoken to in this episode, please feel free to pop into my DMs for a chat. I'm going to go and enjoy my Friday afternoon. I love you all so much and I'll speak to you soon.